San Angelo Time is brought to you in part from listeners like you. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks for uh, not abandoning us. Did you think that we abandoned you? Well, I was going to mention about um, we've been kind of flooded with emails. Have we? Didn't you know that? I didn't know that, no. Oh, you didn't look? No, I did not look. So. Yeah. Um, the most notable one, um, there was a, a gentleman named uh, H.R. Puffin Stuff from the Lonely Island. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not sure where that is. Hmm. Anyway, um, he was wondering if we got fired. From our own podcast? And I emailed him back. And thanked him for his interest and thanked him for being, you know, a loyal listener. Mm -hmm. Um, But I told him that, uh, you know, if we were actually getting paid, we would have made sure not to skip those two episodes. You're not getting paid. Do you get paid for this? (laughs) You think I'd do it for free? Yeah. I'm not. I mean, if you're getting money. Yeah. Then you better start sharing. Oh, okay. I'll think about that. Anyway, um, the last time we did a podcast was November 28th. We were in Detroit getting ready to go see the Genesis concert. And then we've missed a couple weeks since then. Yeah. Um, Should we start the news? Is this like news net time now, you think? Go for it. Dun, dun, dun. It's time for San Angelo Time News. All right. So the big news is we we're back. We skipped two podcasts. What's today's date? The 19th? Today's uh, December 19th, yes. And, and we really have been getting emails, so thank you guys for caring. Today would have been Grandma Pulver's birthday, by the way. Okay. She would have been 98 today. Okay. To throw that out there. Like, I know. 97. Anyway, um, yeah, so we uh, were in Gen- we were in Detroit to see Genesis the last time we did the podcast. Mark's um, wearing his Genesis concert I am wearing my shirt. Genesis concert shirt. That is true. The last domino. Um, and we'll talk about that concert, but uh, maybe we should update people as to why we haven't done a podcast for the past couple of weeks. Okay, shoot. Okay, well, um, it was a combination of being exhausted, uh, not feeling well. Uh, and just um, the past couple of weeks, we've been kind of running like crazy. Well, everybody has because, you know, Christmas and... Yeah, Christmas, but then we went to Detroit, then we went to Grand Rapids to see James Taylor and Jackson Brown. Which, so... Again, uh, we'll talk about that, too. We, we got sick kind of after the Genesis concert. Yeah, I didn't feel good after that. Um, wasn't COVID. Uh, no, because, well, you don't know that. I got tested. Yeah, but if it was you didn't have COVID, I didn't have COVID. Well, I got tested because of my job. Right. I just didn't want to go back to work and be around elderly patients. Sure. And um, so we um, just, the, there was that next Sunday, which was the uh, the 5th. It was like, uh, we, were, we were just getting back from Grand Rapids. We had a snowstorm that weekend. Huge snowstorm. And we had, when we were coming back from Grand Rapids, we actually stopped at a Home Depot to buy a new snowblower because our snowblower crapped out on us. And we knew we were coming back to a driveway that was full of snow. Sure. And there was not an ounce of snow in Grand Rapids. Everything was green. 
we got lucky because we knew when we left for Grand Rapids that there was a, a snow on the way. Right. So we decided to let's stop at Home Depot, see if we can find a decent snowblower to at least get us through. And we did. And glad that we did that. Um, there was a ton of snow in our driveway yeah. when we got home. It took forever to get it plowed out. It was really a heavy snow and everything. And then, so that Sunday was like I had stuff to do at work and was tired and still not feeling great. And it's like, ugh. And then last week on the 12th, I just think we we just, you know, it got so late and everything. It was like, it was nine o'clock and we hadn't done the podcast yet. And we just decided, you know, it's our podcast. We're going to take two weeks off. So we've never taken any time off of our podcast before. Right. And we're not going to do this on a regular. We, no, we, you know, we really. I, I, and I was. I actually was very upset that we did take two weeks off initially because you know I wanted to make sure we don't not do it because it's very. It would be very easy to put it off and slip say, into those. You know, like do it maybe every once in a while or whatever. Procrastinating habits. You know, if we're going to do it, we're going to commit to do it. We bought the equipment. We've got the microphones. We've taken it on the road. We've and- got. We have listeners. And we've got the people in South Africa listening. They're... Not just South Africa. The Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Warren, you're a doctor that you work with. Our kids listen. Kids listen. Um, I know there's a few other people, I think, that listen. No, we actually have listeners. So, so like, we joke and say we don't, but... So, this is actually, actually for this year, episode 50. So... Would have been 52. This would have actually been... 54. 50. Because we did it on the 28th, 50, 51. This, has been, this would have been 52. Yeah. Like how many years old I am. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So here we are, and we're just going to kind of catch you up on all the things that uh, we haven't talked about over the past couple of weeks. And there have been a lot of things, including... Like I said, the last time we did a podcast, we were in Detroit to see the Genesis concert. It was my, I don't know, sixth or seventh time seeing Genesis. It was your first time my seeing My first time. Um, your impressions of Genesis in concert. Oh, I thought they were awesome. Um, like, we had very decent seats. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the guys still looked kind of tiny, but we could see them pretty darn good from mm-hmm. where we were. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could see them without looking at the screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil Collins, I thought, had a great voice. He sounded great. Didn't look so good, but, you know, sounded good. Uh, well, he looked better than I thought he was going to. I think this concert did him well because I had seen some video of previous concerts where he really struggled to get onto the stage. Yeah. And this time, yeah, he had his cane with him, but... You know, he was moving pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they sounded great. I mean, the songs obviously were pitched down because, you know, Phil's in his 70s now and he can't hit a lot of the notes. They had a couple backup singers, which they normally don't have, to kind of help give some vocal support. But uh, um, I thought the band sounded good. I thought uh, Phil's son, Nick. He was awesome. Playing drums. 20 for, years old. 20 years old um, and as good as his dad. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that was a very big um, drum kit. Yeah, well, it was kind of. And it was kind he of, knew his way around it. Well, the only the only difference between him and his dad is Phil is a left handed drummer, and Nick's a right handed drummer. So, but other than that, it was it was a very similar setup to the way Phil would have had his drum set up. So, just because you get that certain sound um, from that setup. So, but besides it being a right handed kid as opposed to a left handed, I kid, thought he like he gave his all the whole night. 
I thought he actually looked like his dad. I mean, there's definitely similarity between the two Collins men. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite impressed that the uh, how how well he played. So, and I'd watched some video beforehand, and uh, he was he did a great job. And it's great to see Daryl Sturmer, who uh, has uh, toured with Genesis for years as a and Mike Mike Rutherford, yeah. Mike and the Mechanics was you there. You didn't know Mike Rutherford was from Genesis, did you? I did not. Oh. I did not. I was shocked and happy at the same time. They did not play any Mike and the Mechanics songs, so that's okay. It was a Genesis didn't concert. Any, didn't do any solo Phil songs. So. I was thrilled though, and really? um, I got to say, and I took a quick video, just a few seconds, of uh, Marky uh, rocking out next to this younger woman oh. who was also rocking out. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. I mean, I mean, she and he had never met before. They just wound up next sitting, to each other. Next, sitting t- next to each other. That's and... the best part about a concert. Yeah, especially when you can sit next to somebody who also appreciates the band. Now, she didn't know a lot of the older songs that I would I knew, you know, from like they did some, She was younger. She did they did some Peter Gabriel era songs that I was really excited about. But I mean, she knew all the uh she knew all the popular stuff from like Abacab forward. So, which was great. So, she and I were getting into it together and it was weird because she had this boyfriend that looked like he was pretty buff and I was thinking this guy doesn't get pissed off at the old man singing with his gal, you know, because I was old enough to be her dad, you know. <laughs> He took it very good. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, there was anything. That's the cool thing about concerts, though. And another thing, mm-hmm. um, our tickets, just where we happened to be, um, we had our own bar. Yeah, we had. Well, I mean, not just your and my own. No, bar, but, but everyone who had tickets in that section, yeah. because apparently, apparently, the Little Caesars Arena, Little Caesars Arena. Um, uh-huh. Where we sat, um, apparently, is kind of VIP. Um, even though it wasn't for the Genesis concert, that's it is normally for like VIP for like basketball games and stuff like that. The... So there was a, a bar and bathrooms uh-huh. right there that yeah. we were allowed to use. Very nice. And it was it was super nice. It was weird because you'd go from the concert where you're in a concert, and then you'd get into a different room, mm-hmm. and it was like a quiet bar setting. Yeah. It was with, weird. With very expensive drinks. Yeah, I got a double, and it was $25. Yeah. And I would not have purchased that had I not had had a few before. Yeah. <gasps> we should tell this story about before the concert. Before the concert. Yeah. So Marky is a quick thinker, and he ca- he got us um, oh. a hotel <laughs> that was fairly close. I forgot about this story. Now, honestly, we could have walked... Um, had the weather been like yeah, a nicer a, month we, compared to, and we're going to talk about our other concert that we went to, James Taylor and Jackson Brown here in a bit. That was a quick walk. That was like five minutes, and we were at the arena. Yeah, we walked to that one. That that walk from our hotel over to the Little Caesars Arena was about a twenty minute walk, and that would have been that would have been tough after the show. So, so we took a a lift. A lift. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and Murky's a quick thinker, and he likes to. <laughs> He likes to plan ahead, and uh-huh. so he planned this nice hotel, um, apparently because when we bought the tickets, you know, the room was reduced rate. Yeah, it was It was pretty cheap, so I, I, as soon as I got the tickets, I booked the hotel. And so, In fact, it was weird because when I booked the hotel, it was a different name, and they changed the name. Like, I booked the hotel back in May, 
and they had subsequently changed the name of the hotel to a different name. I'm like, when I walked in, I said, is this the Crown Plaza? I'm like, well, it used to be that, but now we call ourselves the blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, so. and we were right downtown Detroit, um, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, can get a little sketchy, but we we walked around during the day. Yeah, we had nice. a really nice day. We walked, uh, I think, 14 miles. Um, Did we, is that what it was? Did we walk that much? That's what my wow. my watch had told me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was such no a nice... No wonder we took two weeks off. It was such a nice day. And then so uh, Mark said, well, let's leave for the concert early because we want to get dinner. And uh-huh. um, he found online, he found a restaurant that was close. Within walking distance of, I mean, that was like literally across the street from Van Andel. So I, or not Van Andel, but I mean, a little, little Caesars. Caesars. So I said, let's go there. You know, we can eat. Get there early, and then we'll go over to the show. Right. And he also planned well enough that uh, we got to the restaurant in plenty of time that there was immediate seating available. Yeah. If we had waited, we'd have been hosed. Because some people did wait, and that place filled up so fast mm-hmm. from concert goers. Mm-hmm. Um and then, so we get to the uh, restaurant. The guy who drove the Uber was super cool. He was an yeah. artist and yeah, a musician. musician. Yeah, really good story there. Yeah. He was telling us that um, he did the, uh, I guess, digital art yeah. for the um, TV show Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. Like the actual cartoony part where the letters move around right. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His wife, he said, was in the business. And... You know, my first thought was, well, why are you driving a Lyft? But then I thought, no, it would make sense that he would drive a Lyft mm-hmm. because you don't work every day right? in that kind of a business. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the guy was super cool. And we get to this restaurant. What was the restaurant? Uh, it was called Harry's. Harry's. And there was a super... Do you remember the, our girl's name? Um, was it um, Tay? Maybe Tay. Yeah, it was Tay. I think it was Tay. Um, she was super nice, and we get there, and um, we sit, and all of a sudden, Mark starts freaking out. Our, our, our Lyft driver's name was John, by the way, so. Super nice guy, Detroit John. Uh-huh. Okay. Right there. There's his picture. Yeah. Oh. Yep, that looks just like him. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we get to the restaurant, and we get to Harry's, and we get to sit down, and Tay's getting us there, and we're like, oh, let's see what we're going to get. I'd taken off my coat. Holy shit, where's my phone? Yeah, and he's like freaking out. And when Mark gets stressed, like he's one of the nicest people in the world. He cares about people. He will never like um, not tip someone. Like he's, you know, if he finds money on the street, he looks around to see who he can give it to, you know, like, oh, who lost this money? He's like one of the best people you'll ever meet until he gets stressed out. <laughs> then he sucks ass. This young girl, young woman. Tay. Tay. I always call them girls because to me they, well, they are. are. Sure. But she's an adult. Um, and she was so nice. And Mark's like, she's like, oh, can I get you something to drink? And Mark starts like yelling at her. I didn't yell at her. You always say I didn't yell, but you did. I was I, w- I was concerned because, again, I can't find... I'm in Detroit. I now don't have my phone. I know I had my phone in the lift, but I don't have any way of getting a hold of Buddy in the lift. So I'm 
I'm on your phone and I'm trying to download, you know, look in, trying to find a number to call. There's no number to call. I'm trying to download it so I can access my account on your phone. Can't do that. And this young woman is saying, she's like, you're going to find your phone. She goes, we're going to think positively and manifest your phone. So I um, I said, well, maybe the dude noticed that it, it was left in the car and he brought it back and put it, he knew where he dropped us off. Right. Um, so maybe he brought it back and dropped it off at the bar because this is an upstairs, downstairs restaurant. So we were upstairs. So I walked, I said, I'm going to go downstairs, see if he's at the bar, if he left it at the bar. Right. I went down, asked the bartender, no phone. So I'm like, so I come back upstairs. You're on the, your phone, and you're you, um, in on your my own on your own, and, and again in my the, the smartness. S- the smartest thing that we should have done when we first realized this: you're trying to call my phone, which is like genius. It's like why did I think? I, I feel like a moron for not thinking of that. But I was so you were so stressed glazed out, glazed over like a shark, you know, in chum and everything like and this, that. And this young like, girl, so I can't stress enough how she was stressed great. you were and how yelling you were, even though you always say you don't yell, you do. I wasn't yelling at her. Ask the kids, they'll tell you. Oh, yeah. I was just yelling yell. at the situation. It wasn't directed at her. So, but she never lost her cool, not once. She was so nope. nice to you. Nope. She kept coming back and checking on us and everything. So you had to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and no, Buddy's not picking up on my phone. Well, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I always had my phone on vibrate. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I know on FaceTime, it rings. Boop, 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 boop. Exactly. Boop, boop, so boop, I boop, call boop. my phone from boop, your boop, phone, boop, boop, boop. FaceTime. John picks up. John, it's Mark. Hey, hey, you left your phone in my... Like, yeah, I know. I'm like, can I... I he says, well, I, I I said, well, can you bring it back? He goes, well, I don't think I can get close enough, but I'll meet you, you know, like a block away, blah, blah, blah. So I'm... So you're in the bathroom. I tell Tay, I got the cab driver on... Or the, the Lyft driver on the phone. I'm going to go get my phone. Tell my wife when she comes back. Yeah, and, be, and, and I saw her as soon as... I stayed on the phone the whole time. Your phone... Walking down streets of Detroit to meet up with a buddy and everything, I gave him. Um, it was funny because I walked out of the bar, and before I, and I'm on the phone, some homeless guy, I guess or whatever, was like trying to make money selling flags. I'm like, I I don't have any money to give you, so he goes, well, you take a flag anyway, a little flag pin. But all I had was twenty bucks, and I know I wanted to tip John, right. So I couldn't give the guy twenty, the only twenty bucks that I had cash right. for a flag pin. So I felt bad about that. But I met up with John, gave him the twenty dollar tip uh, for bringing my phone back. Crisis averted. And, and again, the part of the one of the things I realized in this whole thing was our tickets to the Genesis concert are on my phone. You know. The $500 tickets that I bought for Genesis. You never told me it was $500. Are on my phone. Uh, I'm just reiterating. He never told me that we paid $500 to go to Genesis. They were the most expensive tickets I'd ever paid for until we bought tickets for James Taylor and Jackson Brown. That was more. That was way more, yeah. Um. So anyway... I um, we got the phone, ate, everything was cool, gave Tay a great tip. I wish you would have told me about the homeless guy. We could have looked him up. I well, 
I, I do kind of feel bad about that. I felt bad about it too. I mean, but you never told me that part of the well, story. Well, I was focused on getting my phone. You know, and I was like, I said to you, I still have. I, I actually found the pin. I actually have it hanging up in the studio at the radio station. So, well, we should send that guy a lot of prayers. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, I, I don't know that he was homeless. I mean, he just was selling these. Maybe something know. good will happen to him. But I, um, I said to you, because you were so freaked out. I can't say that enough times. He was so freaked out. Do you blame me? I, like I said that night, it was my fault it's for leaving a phone. The, I understand that, it's but there was phone. so much on that phone, not just for that night, but for my life. That's why I said, maybe you should put some things down in your journal that I bought you that you never used. What the hell would I have done with the journel? I didn't have the journal with I'm me. I'm just saying, then you would I have backup. Would have had, wouldn't have had the tickets in my journal. You would have backup. Whatever. Anyway, um, so crisis averted. Concert was great. Everything worked out really well. It did. Got a lift home. Back to the hotel. Although the guy was trying to drop us off at the wrong hotel, by the way. And I'm like, this isn't the right place. I know, and it was raining or snowing or something. It was something. snowing, and I'm like, this, I said, dude, is this, this isn't the right place. So I think he got confused. So anyway, um, that was that. No, it was a really good show. Um, and I liked how like his son was there and he was singing like, you're no son, you're no son of mine. Right. <laughs> That was good. The other bad thing that I did was um, on your phone when we were doing that, as I was like trying to get John back on Lyft before. Yeah, we... so you kept ordering <laughs> Lyft drivers on my phone until they like, oh, that's not John. Cancel order a Lyft. That's not John. Cancel order Lyft. That's not him. Cancel. Yeah, so like, like four times. If I ever actually use a Lyft app, oh, you're never going to get a ride. I'm going to have a terrible, terrible. Uh, what's that called? Rating. Rating. Yeah. So thanks a lot. Everything's good, though. It all worked out in the end, right? Yeah. Had a good time. Play some, just a quick little musical thing that's we're allowed to play. Like a commercial? No, just something that goes ding, 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 da-da-ding, ding. Oh, like a bumper? Yeah, just do a little, like a little music, like a yay, we survived, we had a good time. Oh, I don't have that. You have something on there, just any music. There you go. There's music. There's always room for healthy bickering in marriages, but would you record it and put it online? Apparently so! Thank you for joining us on San Angelo Time. Yeah. Thanks. All right, All right Genesis. That was, that was our Genesis story, and I didn't know we paid that much money to go see them. Yeah. But I've never seen them before. Yeah, so it was good. It was a good show, and uh, I would say it was probably worth it. Would you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So then the following week... On Friday, which would have been Friday, December 10th, I think it was. Yep, December 10th, we went to see Jackson Brown and James Taylor. And we knew that these tickets were expensive, and neither of these guys were actually on our bucket list. Right, so the reason we went to the show, and I would never would have even thought of going to the show, but a friend of mine in Canada, Sue Ontario, had bought tickets for him and his wife when they went on sale months ago, mm-hmm. thinking that the pandemic would be over, but decided that uh, her mom was in the hospital, couldn't get away, blah, blah, blah. 
was trying to unload the tickets and asked me if I knew anybody. So I'm like, asked you, like, you know, anybody that's good? I want to go see James Taylor and Jackson Brown. Now, honestly, I did when you asked me, sure. but that's only because I knew that there were tickets to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would have said, you know, just like if you were just sitting on looking on the Internet, hey, there's tickets to this show. I would have said, oh, that's kind of pricey. And neither one of those guys are on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. So uh, we bought those tickets from Bob. Those were more expensive. Uh, I'll tell you how much they were here in a second. Uh, they were $855 Canadian. Which is not $855. It's like 700 something U.S. So um, Now, having stated that... You um, should say that they were five rows from the stage. Five rows. And we knew, like I knew it was going to be an expensive show. But when we got there... And you say five rows from the stage. Well, some of the sometimes that's far away. This was not far away. This was no. close, mm-hmm. close to close the stage. Close enough to smell Jackson Brown's breath. And we did. And it smelled like it smelled like he pianos. Running, like he was running on empty. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, it was a it was, that was a great show. He Jackson Brown opened up. Uh, James Taylor came out and played a couple songs with Jackson with Brown. Jackson Brown. Uh, then James Taylor came out and played. Jackson Brown came out at the end, sang a couple songs with his band. And um, I think the thing that you and I walked away with from that was that both those guys are 73, and they both sound still... Just the same? Just the same. Absolutely fantastic. Nothing was pitched down. Nothing sounded you know, like it was, you know, had to, had to be really altered for their voices or whatever. I mean, it, it, and the timber of their voice sounded exactly the same. Yeah. It I mean, sounded, it was the weirdest feeling because, like, um, I think my first CD I ever bought was Jackson Brown's Running on Empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt so weird to be in that room because I could hear Jackson Brown and he sounded like the album. Uh-huh. He sounded like Jackson Brown and it was just such a. Eerie, no, he looked like an old guy. He looked older. He looked pretty good for his age. He wasn't stooping at all. Didn't have a cane. He had like white hair and a little, a little white facial hair, Uh um, which is not what he looked like back in the day. Right. Um, But he got out there and started talking and playing and singing, and he turned into a young guy right in front of my eyeballs. And James Taylor, when he first came out, I thought, oh, he does look old. Yeah. But he got out there and he started playing and singing and he turned right in front of James Taylor. Like, boom. He looked, you know. And he was funny. He was super funny. He was fast. He was Uh, uh quick-witted. He was talking about being sober and about going through rehab and so some of the songs. Then he said, oh, we got some songs for you fucked up people too, you know. So it was (laughs) like... Yeah, I think of James Taylor saying something like that, but there he goes, funny. Um, this one, this one uh, fan yelled out, "Sweet baby James," and James Taylor heard him. Uh huh. And, and pulled up the uh, set list off of the floor and said, "Yep, it's coming up here." And did this whole thing about the, this this thing that looked like it was bought at Home Depot or whatever. And, and somebody's yelling, can I have that? And he's like, no, man. He goes, I need that. Yeah. He goes, but uh, Home Depot's open tomorrow. You could get one of these. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, he was really he was yeah, very funny. entertaining. We were worried that it was going to be boring. I thought it, I thought it was going to be like when we went and saw um uh what was it Wayne Newton or who was that one that we went and saw with your parents? Yeah, that was Wayne Newton. Yeah, it was that was kind of like it felt like an old person show. Yeah. I thought this was going to feel like an old person show, and it wasn't. It was. It was a. It was fun. It was a good time. It was really fun, and, and there was a lot of young people. I was surprised at the amount of young people that were at that show. There were a lot of young people, and there were. Um, and we were like right up front. So, um, one of the thrills of the night for me was when they turned the the um, the camera on us, and. Oh, and they showed it up on the stage, and you could actually see us. I could see me yeah. up there. I was like, "There, look, we're on the big screen. We're on the big screen." Um, yeah. The, oh, tell about Buddy. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. So I know Jackson Brown and Dave, James Taylor saw me. I know they did because of Buddy. Oh, for sure. So there was a, there was a group of four guys sitting in front of us. They uh, apologized when they got there. Right. And one of the guys who we nicknamed Buddy um, spent the whole night trying to get the attention of the performers up on stage by pointing and thumping his chest and pointing and doing the fist bump to his chest and pointing. And he was he was blowing kisses, blowing kisses to the, to the, girls the girl on. backup singers and everything. And and they I mean, you couldn't I mean, we we're so close. You'd have to see that. I mean, like. I mean, just human nature. You're standing up there playing, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that guy doing down there? You know? And like, you know. he never stopped. Never stopped. These two guys, or these four guys, when they first got there, we were there first. And then they walked in and they sat down and they're like, looked at us and looked at the other people. And they're like, uh, apologies in advance. Yeah. So um, that happened during the Jackson Brown set. Well, then this dude left. And a couple of his buddies stayed stayed behind, and I'm like... He left because he thought he was going to get lucky from those two girls on the stage. Yeah, so, and we asked, like, what's his deal? What's this whole thing, you know? And like, uh, oh, he does that all the time, apparently. And sure enough, I, it wasn't just isolated to Jackson Brown, because as soon as James Taylor's people came out... He's doing the same thing to the James Taylor's people. So the one gentleman that was with him, oh with Buddy, God. the one guy says, "Oh yeah," he goes, he looks in the mirror and he sees Brad Pitt. Yeah, he thinks he's big time. So, but um, yeah. So, but I mean, he had to have a bruise on his chest for the amount of times that he hit his chest and then pointed. And I would have took more video. I took um a little tiny clip of Doctor My Eyes. I love that song. Um, I would I took a little tiny clip, but Buddy kept jumping into my view, and right. so I finally just stopped. And I actually got mad because I was like, "We spent this money to see this show, and this guy is just being a jerk right in front of me, like literally in front of me." Right. But then I thought, "Nope, I am this far away from Jackson Brown." I'm this far away from James Taylor. I'm going to enjoy it. I am going. And so I I let Buddy go mm-hmm. and enjoyed the crap out of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, before the show, you took me out to dinner in the bottom of our hotel. Yeah, there was a restaurant called Tupelo Honey that we went to. And it was really trendy. And this nice, beautiful young woman who sat us. Um, it was the kind of restaurant where the gentlemen that work there have buns on their heads. 
I don't know if that means anything or not, but okay. It's trendy. Oh, okay. And um, Are man bun still a thing. Well, there was at that restaurant. Oh, okay. So anyway, this young, beautiful woman who um, seated us um, told me that my hair was gorgeous, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I always love when people do that because my hair is getting long now. But anyway, um, so we sat, we we ate our dinner, and Mm -hmm. you took our picture Mm -hmm. and put it up on Facebook and said that we were enjoying some dinner before the show. Right. One of my Facebook friends saw it, and she said, Oh, me and Wanda. This was Marsha Winnemackie from Sioux High, class of 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, Marsha, she said, "We, Me and Wanda are here, and that was Wanda Young. She's Wanda McLeod now. And um, so during the show, they uh, Facebook messaged me and asked if we could meet up mm-hmm. after the show. Mm-hmm. So we did, and that was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then we found out after the fact that your other friend, Marcy Malport, was at the show. And she's a young woman. Like, you I went to she's nursing her, school with her. Yeah, she's in her 20s still. I know she's not 30 yet. Um, She turned 21 when we were in school together. Right. Well, she might be then, because you've been out of school. When, when did you graduate? Well, maybe she is 30. We graduated in 2012. Well, if she turned twenty-one, I mean, that next year that's ten years. So she's gonna. She's thirty. Yeah, she got to. Well, be. maybe she's thirty then. She's so young to me, and she's so pretty. Oh she's yeah, she's such a pretty girl, and so nice. It's very nice. She needs to find herself a good man. I think she has a man. Well, does I don't... she have one? No, I don't know. Yeah, she's, she's had problems with guys in the past. I know. Well, that's because she's so nice. Yeah. But anyway, um. But this was like a couple days ago. She yeah, this was, was like, like way after the show. I was like, you're you were at that show. I was there. I was like, dang it. Yeah. I love social media for that fact. Well, we'll have to remember that because we mentioned because we don't go to Grand Rapids that often. It's a great city. It it's, is. It's smaller than Detroit. It's cleaner than Detroit. It's really kind of compact, and everything's kind of within walking distance. So. Um, I think we're going to have to maybe try to find some more shows to go down to I Grand agree. Rapids. I agree. Now, the, my next show is in Grand Rapids with the guys. But I'm not going to You're that. not going to go to, Mm-mm. that's Tool um, with uh, Roger and, um, what's his name there? Mark Gleason. Mark Gleason. So. So, yeah, I'm not going to that. But I think it'll be nice for you to do a little male bonding over music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um yeah, so that was a uh, that's what we've been doing here. So you want to take? We should take a break. We've been talking. Yeah, forever. we got a commercial that we should oh, have uploaded a I, couple weeks ago. I have it right. I have two new commercials from Mister B. Okay, so everyone listen because his commercials alone are enough to make you listen to our show. Right. So here's a new commercial here on San Angelo Time. We'll be back. San Angelo Times, recorded in the beautiful Upper Peninsula of Fresh, Michigan. Smell that? That's millions of acres of forest. Take a deep breath and experience the aromatics of spruce and pine. There's a widely spread rumor that Paul Bunyan once called the Upper Peninsula home. That's Fresh, Michigan. Feel the light mist of crashing waves touch your face in historic lighthouses dotted along the peninsula. Close your eyes and listen to the water in Lake Superior splashing against rocks and feel the chilly breeze grace your cheeks. That's Fresh Michigan. 
Take a five-mile drive through the longest suspension bridge in the Western Hemisphere. The Mackinac Bridge connects both peninsulas to Michigan together, uniting both the Upers and the Trolls under the bridge. You won't see anything like it. As you drive down, you'll be completely surrounded by Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. It's a sight to truly behold. That's fresh Michigan. Take a trip to the Sioux Locks. You can enjoy your time in the gorgeous, spacious park while you watch the freighters travel slowly through the St. Mary's River. Gaze over the river to our beautiful sister city, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. That's fresh Michigan. <sighs> Smell that? Now that's fresh Michigan. Fresh Michigan, there's nothing quite like it. Well, that was a little silly if you ask me. I think it might be time to get back to the show. What do you think? Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. Wow. Now that's a stretch for a fart joke. That is a that is a long way to go for a fart joke. <laughs> you should have you know you should have thrown in there. You know, talk about pasties right before the fart joke. You know. Oh, that would have been funnier. Yeah, yeah. Funnier. Yeah. Oh my God, that kid makes me laugh. He just turned twenty six years old. I know. He he's, did. He's a kid, but he's. 26. 26, yep. Okay. All right, we got a lot of stuff here to cover here, dude. Okay, so I wanted to uh, talk about something that Mark uh, bought for all three of us. He didn't buy one for himself because he's creative enough. I just didn't buy it for me because I don't buy myself things usually, so. Oh, you wouldn't use it anyway. You Probably. wouldn't pick it up. Right. So it's a creative journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought our alcoholic daughter. A journal that promotes cannabis. Now, I did not realize the 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 title of the journal is you know to use it when you were high, but it said that I thought that was more of a joke because it said, "Well, you don't have to use cannabis to do this journal." Blah 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 blah. So I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, this is kind of funny, and everything people get a joke out of this." So, so I gave it to you, and you open it up, and like, "Oh yeah, this is all about cannabis right here." So. Like every page, not every page, but a lot of the pages is like. Oh, um, I can't give that to Holly. She's a recovering alcoholic. I don't here's get... here's all the, all the people who are creative cannabis users. And there was like Maya Angelou and like all kinds Barack of... Barack Obama. Yeah. And you're like, really? I don't know. But um, but anyway, it does say when you when you first open the journal, it says you don't have to use cannabis. Right. You can find other ways to open up your mind mm-hmm. and this journal mushrooms no they didn't say that oh okay they said like meditation oh, okay well i guess that's good so well if you feel it's okay for holly then she can have it well so. i told her about it on the phone this morning and she wants it oh okay you were listening at that time was i okay she wants it she said she actually saw it online and and she thought it so what it really is is just a way to open up your creativity um and there's all these different exercises and and things mm-hmm. that you can do mm-hmm. um one thing they said to like make a squiggle just draw a squiggle and then they want you to like turn it into a picture uh-huh. You know, and that's just one simple exercise. They have names like they made for people like like Edna Leadbottom. 
and they want you to think about who she is, what does she look like, you know, kind of create a character for her, Mm -hmm. you know, just different exercises. And he bought, Mark bought one for me and one for the kids. Brandon's in the Air Force, so I'm sure they probably don't want him doing cannabis either. Probably. I work at the hospital. So none of you do cannabis. So I was really not thinking about that whole process there. But it's, and actually, it's a very, very good journal. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, uh, Yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, we went to Dr. Warren's uh, birthday party at the... Big Mike. So, Dr. Warren, I, I never call the doctors by their first names Explain to ever. who Dr. Warren is. I work with him. He's, okay. he's a pain doctor. And at, you work in his office. Yes. Yes, and he had a birthday. He was inviting us all to his birthday. He turned but, to 40. Yeah, the big four zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other day we were talking about something, and, and there was this other doctor, um, and I said to her, I said, oh... I said, I'm sorry I called you by your first name. I know you're a doctor. And then Dr. Warren said, and she wasn't upset with that at all. She's like, no, 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 I told you. That's my name is. Anyway, um, so Dr. Warren was like, well, you know, that doctor thing does kind of get over, over uh, done. Yeah. And he quoted that movie. What was that movie? Spies Like Us. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Doctor, 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 doctor. He even pulled that up on the oh, it's so funny. on his phone when that happened. Oh, that's such a great movie. So he was, I was like, so you don't want me to call you Doctor Warren? And he's like, uh, call me Big Mike. And I'm like, <laughs> you're thinking that's the last thing I'm gonna call you is Big Mike. Never gonna call you that. But from uh, another, which I said was from another movie, the uh, the Blind Side. That's what they called the 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 kid that they kind of adopted there in that family. They called him Big Mike. But he didn't like being called Big Mike, by the way. Right. But, um, yeah, so he had his birthday party, and I was really glad uh, Stacy, the nurse in our office, I was glad she and her husband showed up. Cause is she an LPN, too, or is she an RN? No, she's an MA. Okay. And, honestly, she does a lot in that office. She seemed very nice. Her and her husband seemed very nice. and Yeah, that was the first time I met her husband, and he seems mm-hmm. very nice. Yep, he works out at the prison, and she seemed cool, and yeah, the doctor. And then who was the other doctor that we were talking to there? Dr. Paulson. He's a pediatrician. He seemed pretty cool. He was very nice. Yeah. Um, and I knew him because, um, you know, the nursing staff, well, all the staff, not just at the hospital, everywhere, everyone is so short-staffed, and... Um, um, you're getting put around in different offices sometimes if they, they're shorthanded in one office. they And sometimes they think, oh, she's been working here for all these years. And so they threw me in Dr. Paulson's office. He's a, You said he's a pediatrician. pediatrician. So it's kid doctor, right? Right. And so I worked in that office more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I worked there, I, I had never even met him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was very nice to me, very easy to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the day, he told me that um, I was always welcome to come back. Yeah. And I told him, thank you, Dr. Paulson. Just so you know, I'm not coming back. Yeah, and I was teasing right. because he is very nice. But, um, oh, oh. Pedi- pediatrics, that's... 
pediatrics is a different ball game. Yeah. And I'm talking about shots and mickers. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. I don't really know what any of that is, but okay. So I'm looking at the clock, and we probably should uh, go a little faster because okay. well, you have to get to the radio station. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Okay. I'm okay. I thought you said we had to get there by 3. Oh, if I get there by 3, I get there by 3. If I don't, if I'm running a little late, life will go on. Wow. I know. You've adopted a new strategy for the radio station. Just for for today. Okay. Uh, So, so yeah, it was nice, and uh, Dr. Warren had a good birthday party. There was a lot of people I didn't know, but that was okay. Mm -hmm. Because it was still fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. So we recovered everything here? Uh, I think so. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We should do our, uh, we should talk about music. Do you have like a little music thing? Do I have a little music thing? Well, I remember we used to have a, um, this. It's time for the flashback song of the week. I uh, remember back when we used to do that. Yeah, I wish we still did. Yeah. So I just want to say uh, that we are going to put together um, a little playlist. For a you. playlist. Uh, we're going to do some Genesis songs, some ta- uh, J- Jackson Jamie Brown and James Taylor, mm-hmm. and then Marky, you found a new band. I have a new favorite, a favorite new band now. They're a Canadian group called Crown Lands. Yeah, Crown, C-R-O-W-N, Lands, L-A-N-D-S. Uh, they are a, this it seems like it's, this is a, a new trend. There's like, you know, like there's a lot of bands that are the power trios. Like Rush was a power trio. They're three guys. ZZ Top, Triumph, another trio. Genesis, a trio. Right. But now there's bands that are now duos. They're like just two guys. There's a, there's a band called... Uh, um, um, well, Crown Lands is one of them. There is a band called uh, Royal Blood, which is a uh, great band out of England. That's a duo. They're just a drummer and a guitar player. Uh, and what was the other one? There's another one that was really popular there for a while. I can't think of the name of them right now, but uh, we play them on the radio. And you know, and it's just this. This is a band that's just a drummer who sings and a guitar player who does guitars and pedals and everything. They sound very Rush like. So. They sound like Rush a lot. They also sound like uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, of course, Greta Van Fleet sounds like Led Zeppelin. So right. they also sound like Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. But it's just two guys. So um, I, they're, they're very new. So they've only been out for a couple of years. So uh, I'd like, I'm really trying to find out more about them and maybe hopefully go see them sometime because I think it'd be cool to see them in, live in concert. Yeah, so. they're very, uh, very interesting. They're very talented. Uh-huh. The one guy has... Um, An epic hair and beard. <laughs> the guitar player, his beard and his hair is like all just all over the place. And then the other yeah, guy... Yeah, the drummer, he's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the one guy has the guitar and bass all in one. Oh, double neck. He, he plays a double neck Rickenbacker, a guitar on the top and a bass on the bottom. Oh, that thing sounds great. Yeah. So we want to put them and we want to tell you to listen. Yeah. Check them out. Crown Lands. 
and so we're gonna um, we're gonna make a playlist. We'll this, make a little Spotify list for this week, so uh, we'll throw that out there for you. And I also want you to put up a YouTube link of what Brandon made a new video. Oh, the the remade video of his his video that he made when they were like kids, like twelve years ago or something like that. They were kids, and. Um, they were trying to make a serious video about just not... just say no to drugs, right? Um, and I think I don't remember. I think there might have been like a class project or something. I there don't was know. some kind of thing about. But anyway, the, the, the thing kids... I remember from that video is Holly saying, "This party is suckish," which she says on this video. <laughs> this party is suckish. So, um, anyway. He's like a little pipsqueak. Brandon uh, remade the video. Mm-hmm. He did some more editing. Um, there are parts at the very beginning that are hard to hear. Right. But I say just keep going. Yeah. It's worth it. All right. We'll throw that video up there, too, on the uh, on this uh, podcast. So, uh, should we take a break and then come back with uh, what we're watching and wrap it up here? Yeah, sounds good. All right, here's another new commercial from the Genius I, Mind. I don't know that I've heard this one. Oh, this is a good one. You know, in order to be a gamer, you got to stand the test of time. You gotta spend countless hours training. And in order to do that, you gotta get the gamer goods. Gamer goods are the only adult diapers that are manufactured specifically to game. Pooping them once, pooping them twice, pooping them three times, you're playing games for hours. What's that? Limited edition? Nani? Anime schoolgirl? Ohaya? Maradeta? Gotta get the gamer goods. Uh, For a limited time only, you can get your lewd anime girl printed gamer goods nappy. Game with your luscious waifu on your hips. Bonus! Drink our new gamer supplements. Game all night with our new gamer flavor, Hentai Blueberry Bay. Order within the next 24 hours and you can receive your Hentai Baby Weeaboo Otaku Gamer Shaker. You disgusting degenerate. 25% off! Gotta get the game of goods. Now, I'll tell you, there's nothing better than sitting in my rocking chair late at night, next to a nice warm fire, a nice warm blanket on my lap, hot cup of tea in my hands. Why don't you come join me? Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. Lately, I've been drifting aimlessly. <laughs> and now it's time for What Are We Watching? Hey, hey, we've been doing lots of watching. Yes. Uh, we are now into season two of The Good Wife. Right, and we have not watched um, The Good Fight. Because I think we're in the last season of that. Yeah, and we just kind of stopped, and and we're not going to not watch it. 
we are. Yeah. But I don't know. One day, Mark and I were just kind of like, this is actually a sequel show. So why don't we like start watching or at least look into the first show? I think that was just you saying that. So we started watching it, and I really like yeah, it. I like it too. It's good. It's um, um, it's got it's got a lot of the characters. Well, I, I, at this point, not a lot of the characters, but that Christine Baranski is in it. Uh, the guy who ends up being her husband, uh, Gary Cole, Gary Cole, um, is in it now. This is before they get married. Obviously, they're just starting to, to you know, date date each other, or whatever. So, um, and and it sounds like there's a lot of other characters that will. Um, from the good fight that kind of are introduced in this show that carry over to the next show. So. Right. And um, I was wondering if it was going to be any good because it was the good fight is always has always been streamed. Right. Um, so they so could say a lot of. Bombs and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But this one was on regular TV. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like how they still are able to get their points across without the swearing. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was one, I think it was last night we watched it, and she was like trying to describe um, um, a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And her character was doing it um, casually and avoiding words like like that was her character. Mm. Like, I'm not going to say these words, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but um, they also still get angry in this show and they still yell and do things. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's for my. Oh, is that what, I just was wondering. Okay. It fell off. But anyway, so yeah, so I do really like the, the good wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have Christopher Chris Noth Noth, who's, who's been in the news uh, the past couple of days for some naughty stuff. It sounds sexual like sexual inappropriation. Was it okay? Was that what he was in there for? Because there was another one who oh, it was a Jeff Garland from the Goldbergs. Also, he got fired from the Goldbergs, but because he was verbally abusive. Yeah. Had nothing to do with sex or anything like I, that. I saw a thing where he said that, number one, he did not get fired. And number two, he said it had to do with a joke, which he thought was funny, and they did not. Uh. And he said he still attests that, mm. that it's still, he thinks it's funny, whatever well, it was. whatever. But so he's not on the Goldbergs anymore. So, but yeah, Chris Noth uh, um, is a... Um, I don't know what's going on with him. So another, uh, another, another. Not surprising though that you know these stories keep coming out. You know, and it's like you, you just never know who it's going to be the next one that's going to. You know, and please, I, I'm not like, I don't know Chris Noth. I don't know any of the men that have been accused in the Me Too movement, and I am not. I I do not agree with any of that. Like you know, no means no. I'm sorry. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying. Th- but it's going to sound like I am, but I'm not. Um, but I do have to say, you know, with all the Me Too's, I, I think that a woman who was just angry with someone could easily accuse someone sure. and it not be true. Mm-hmm. But everyone is so into the, oh, it's got to be true. Right. And well, that would be, that would be, if somebody wanted to get back at somebody and, 
and make that accusation and make it falsely, I guess, you know, you, the, the burden of the proof is on the, uh, the, the person who's accused, I guess. You well, know? it always has been. And a lot of times, um, victims, you know, there's a lot of victim blaming because, um, you know, like they'll say like, oh, you shouldn't have worn that outfit or you shouldn't have acted in that manner. Right. Or you asked for it or, or whatever. whatever. Or whatever. And that right. is very wrong. Mm-hmm. And it is. But um, over the last few years, things have taken um, a turn the opposite direction. So now I think it's harder for the accused. To clear their clear their name if they, they feel they've been wrongly accused. Right. Even sure. if it is the burden on the accused. Well, the other thing, too, that I and again, I, I am in complete agreement with you. And I don't want to say I, I think that the one thing that is seems to me is that. Once a person is accused, the reaction is almost immediate to, you know, just we're just going to get them, get rid of them, mm-hmm. you know, um, without giving them the opportunity to clear their name or not. You know, they've been accused. They're automatically guilty, you know. And, and to me, that doesn't seem fair. If they're guilty, they're guilty and they should de- definitely pay the price. They but I mean, should. but this is America and you're innocent until proven guilty. So. Um, if somebody comes up with an accusation like that, you should have, be able to have your opportunity to, if you feel you're, uh, not guilty to, to clear your name, you know? So, but I, I, I am a hundred percent. I think it is a good thing that society is now more open to people stepping up and saying, raising their hand and saying, I was wronged. And no, because, I, because for, the, for the longest time that was, that, that was, you know, like you said, it was always the victim who was responsible because the way they dressed, the way they acted, the perfume they wore, whatever, you know, they, they made themselves up. So you invited it, you know, yeah, you wore that, a mini skirt. So you're asking for it. That, that was totally wrong. Right. Exactly. And a lot of victims didn't used to feel comfortable coming forward because mm. why would you want to go through that and be kind of shamed out of, the one, the one thing I do think is bad about it, though, uh, is that now it's like in society now it's wrong for if I saw somebody at work and I can't, oh, well, you look really nice today. You know, that could be misconstrued, you know, as saying something inappropriate. Right. So you, I just you never say anything, you know, I don't care what you look like. You can be dressed to the nines or look like a slob. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut because, you know, I don't want to. That's a smart way to well, be. I think that I think that's the way you got to be. I think you well, just got to protect yourself. You social know? media um, is such a fast, fast-paced mm-hmm. thing. I we were watching that thing with Penelope Cruz this morning, and they wanted her to comment on something. Someone she had worked with in the oh, past, yeah. Woody she, Allen, and she she said, "Nope, I'm not going to do it." And yeah. good for her. She said she's not commenting, oh. and she said. Things happen so fast on social media that, sure. mm-hmm. you know, you could make or break someone just by your words, and she mm-hmm. wasn't going to use any words. Yep. yep. So, um, so yeah. So, but that. So he's in that show that we're watching now. Um, what other shows are we watching? We're wa- oh, we just finished watching um, <gasps> the uh, the shrink next door. Oh my gosh. Um, I probably want to watch that whole series again. Really? You yeah. Hated, I mean, you hated Paul Rudd in that whole show. But- I still hate Paul Rudd in that show. Even though he's the sexiest man alive, he just 
Oh, he's a good actor. I, I felt bad for Paul Rudd, by the way. He was supposed to host Saturday Night Live last night. and He did, though. He hosted it, but it was only like him and four other people because they had no live audience. They only had two people in the band. It was him, Tina Fey, Tom Hanks, Michael Che, and Keenan Thompson were the only people that were there. Then they played a lot of recorded bits that they had recorded earlier in the week, and plus they had some other older bits that they played. Um from previous uh, episodes. But right, and they did not do the Alec Baldwin... They did not do Alec Baldwin Shreddy Balls, shreddy which, balls. which I imagine that was probably a conscious decision. We're not going to do that because of the stuff that Alec's going through right now, but they did play uh, Christmas Time for the Jews, which was great. The other funny thing that they did was, and I thought this was funny, I said that the censors must have been given the night off too because they played the bit Dick in a Box. Did they really? They play, but... You know, and and how they, they didn't beep the... No, they beeped the song, but Tina Fey introduced it, and she goes, here's Dick in a Box. <laughs> she, they didn't beep her saying Dick in the Box. So. That's funny. It was hilarious. So. I love her. We're still watching her show, 30 Rock. She's funny. She, she's hilarious. She's hilarious. She did a she did, um, weekend update with Michael Che because Colin Jost wasn't there last night, so it was her and Michael Che doing weekend update. She's done so many movies and TV shows. Um as she writes things for people. I think that's how she started on Saturday Night Live was as a writer before yeah, she became a cast member. Yeah, and she wasn't super comfortable being on the show. So um, funny. But yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah. And um, uh, Holly and I um, did the audio book, uh, Bossy Pants. Mm-hmm. We didn't read it, but it's written, it's it's in her voice. So yeah. she, t- it's great. Mm. Bossy yeah, she's pants. very funny, very funny lady, and um, did a great job last night. But anyways, uh, Paul Rudd and uh, Will Ferrell star in the uh, the Apple TV show, uh, The Shrink Next Door, which is uh, based on a true story, and we've been watching it, and uh, the last ep- we only saw the last episode uh, the other day, because they've been piecemealing it out an episode a week, which I yeah, kind of like. now it's... All on there. Yeah, so now so they, if you started watching now, you could... You could watch the whole thing, right? You could watch the whole thing. But um, just a great show. It's uh, such so, a good show. Yeah. I really do want to watch it again. Um, I just hated that Paul Rudd character. Sure. And he's based on a real guy. Yeah. Who uh, ended up a, a real psychiatrist who lost his, his license and everything because of not only what he did to Will Ferrell's character in real life, but... Apparently, other he uh, did it to his other patients. Other patients too. as well. In fact, they said said at the end, like he, um, like somebody had left him like two million dollars in their will or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, but they rescinded it. Yeah. So, but thankfully, because uh, that guy was such a manipulator. Sure. And Paul Rudd just did such a good job. He did a great job in, that, in yep. that movie. And it's funny because you know Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, you think of primarily as you know as comedy weather, actors, weathermen. Oh, you know, or you think of. Uh, uh, you know, I love you, man, or all the crazy uh, movies that uh, Will Ferrell has done. You know, as a as a comedian, that there was this was not a comedy. This was a, a serious a serious drama, and they did a great job. I mean, so uh, quite it was impressed with it that. was such a good show. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of people don't have Apple TV. I really think you should get it. Even, Apple TV is good, even just for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the morning show. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there might be another season of that. Yeah, well, there should be um, the way they left. But I it. don't know. But I don't know that um, they, they. The last I read was that uh, perhaps maybe uh, she died of. I'm not saying who, but maybe yeah, someone she, she died not, of yeah, COVID. She might not be in it. So, but I just saw um, uh, Reese Witherspoon 
on um, the Tonight Show, and they talked about it, and it sounded like there might be another season. So, uh, what else are we watching here? Uh, oh, Discovery, uh, Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. good show. We were in season four. Is it four? Um, I'm sad because one of the characters uh, took another job elsewhere, and I'm hoping I I read online that you're still going to see that character again. Sure. Yep. But I'm not 100% happy with that show. Season one was awesome. And if you recall, they had uh, Klingons that that only spoke Klingon and they didn't have the long hair. They they hadn't been uh, bred with the uh, uh, humans yet. Yeah, they were were true-blooded Klingons. so. So if you think about season one and season two, you know, those two were really good. And then season three took a really weird turn. Mm -hmm. And now season four... We're in the future. So we've gone from being pre-Star Trek, the original series, to now beyond everything else that's ever been in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, like everyone's dead from... Like like they they mentioned... um, Picard. They mentioned a Captain Picard from the blah, blah, blah century. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it once it... I mean, we're still watching, and it's still a good show, but Mm -hmm. I think the first two seasons were way better. Uh, What else we got on here? Uh, Oh, Hawkeye. I'm watching Hawkeye on uh, Disney+, Plus, which is another great uh, uh, channel, especially, obviously, if you're a Marvel fan. Uh, they got all the Marvel stuff on there. And I really think you would like Hawkeye. It stars um, uh, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, but also um, that Haley uh, Steinfeld from uh, Pitch Perfect is in it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of funny stuff in it, too, because she's a young gal, and she really idolizes Hawkeye, the the Avenger and everything, and she's mm-hmm. trying to tag along in this mission, and he wants nothing to do with her, and he's like trying to get, you know, you know, he's trying to be nice to her, but trying to get rid of her, you know, so she doesn't get hurt and everything. So it's a... Uh, and then the, uh, the, the actor who plays Lalo in... Um, um, Better Call Saul is in it. So I don't, I don't remember who Lalo is. He's the uh, um, the nephew of um, Hector. Uh, Hector, the uh, oh, he was kind of nice, though, right? right? Oh, he's mean. Is he? he? Yeah, he always Shoot. comes across as being nice, but he's very uh, yeah. Okay. And we should be getting uh, that's supposed to be starting up pretty soon. Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, Ozark, I saw that um, next year we're going to get um, the uh, new Stranger Things. They've got some of the uh, the trailers out for the new Stranger Things. I think that's starting in February. That's good. Oh, yeah, we're still watching Lost in Space, too. Yeah, we got to get back caught up in Lost in Space because this is the last season of that, and I want to see how that all wraps up. So, Me, too. So there's some. In fact, I understand that there's a Rush reference in this. <laughs> there's a Rush reference in hmm? <laughs> I know. So, yeah, there's a rush reference. I says pardon. <laughs> I says pardon. Uh, so yeah. So that's. Uh, have we caught you up on the last two weeks of our lives? Yeah. So, um, I want to thank everybody for their concern. And <laughs> again, I want to say we don't get paid for this. We do this because we like it. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a work of passion. One day, some somebody's going to discover us. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, even just for Brandon's commercials. But we should say before we go, because um, this is the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll do one more show here before uh, we get wrap up 2021. 
um, and we'll um, be into 2022. Um, looking forward to. I uh, I told you that there's um, a ways that we can do the uh, the podcast without bringing this mm-hmm. just on the laptop, mm-hmm. so that when we go to New Orleans, yeah, we we'll don't have to, to bring all our we don't have to bring all of our airplane. crap. I can, I can just have this, and I got those little wireless microphones. It's going to be great. So and plus we'll have all the little hotkeys. So yeah, that's good. So it'll be fun. So uh, I just want to say, um, I just want to tell everyone, please be safe. Mm-hmm. I know, and even one of my very close friends uh, has chosen not to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And um, I, everyone has their own rights. I, this is nothing political. I'm just saying, hopefully you do choose to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And um, If you don't, just be safe and please, be Please, what was that Dr. LaPook was saying this morning? Give his, give his, uh, well, he just said, uh, you know, wash your hands, wear your mask, you know, social distance, you he know, said, don't keep the windows open if you're going to be gathering together with people. Yeah. So. And he said, if, if people are not vaccinated, then don't gather with those people. Yep. Not to be mean. Well, to. I mean, hey, it's, there's, there's this, this isn't over. I mean, we're getting ready to head into our third year of this crap. So, and again, I mean, again, you think back when we started this thing and we were heading to, Wyoming when mm-hmm. this whole thing started last year. I thought we might get stuck in Wyoming. Well, we thought maybe it was going to be a couple months. I mean, my God, we're going into the year three of this thing. Mm-hmm. So. so just please be safe. And if you feel sick, please stay home. Don't say to yourself, and I see this all the time. I don't work so much in the walk-in clinic anymore, but I used to see it all the time. People would come in and they'd say, well, it's just an allergy. Right. Look, if you feel sick, stay home, please. And don't confuse your Google search with the doctor's medical degree. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, just yeah, do what you can to stay safe and keep others safe, okay? Yep. Okay. You got it? Did you get everything in there that you wanted to say? Yep. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, we will see you next week. For the final of the year, San Angelo time of 2021. Then we're going into season three. Woohoo! Season three of San Angelo time. And we're not going to skip weeks again unless, you know, once to. in a while, maybe if we're sick. Right. We'll try not to. That'll be our New Year's resolution. We're sorry to see you go. Why don't you join us again next week? We post San Angelo time every single Sunday, and we do sure hope we can see you again. Thanks for listening to San Angelo time.